Let's get spiritual. That's who we are. That's where we are. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Brother T, how are you? Doing good. Doing pretty good, my brother. How are you, man? You know what? I am surviving, surviving after the holidays. Now, the holidays, I, my wife and I have a joke now. It was the Christmas to forget. Uh, yeah, you had Christmas a rough, to had a forget. rough holiday. Open presents in the dark, in the cold. No power. <laughs> no water. No water. Yeah. Been yeah. sleeping on a couch. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Yeah, it's been rough. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you still this, don't have water. This afternoon, okay. prayerfully, yeah. things will be fixed. Right, right. I mean, we even had power outages yesterday. We had moved to the barn to sleep. And sitting there yesterday, storm comes through, power goes out. Uh, just I don't know, man. This man. I'm I'm not Job, but yeah. I'm his friend. <laughs> I know him well. Oh mercy! <laughs> and yesterday, as most uh, that listen and stay with us on social media, I buried my best friend. Yeah, preached the funeral of uh, Laz <coughs> David Burkhart, and um, drove to um, Fort Payne, Alabama. That's where his uh, burial was. And so So you had the memorial here at church yes. and then went to Fort Payne. Yes, yes. So it was a long, very difficult day. Yeah, it's hard when yeah. I, I did the funeral with my best friend a right. few years ago and mm-hmm. uh, I wept through the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I, did. Just, I pretty much did as well. I was embarrassed, actually. I mean, yeah. I had to ask for more Kleenexes yeah. when I was doing it, but it was genuine. Right. It was yeah. put on. Exactly. Exactly, man. So, yeah, he was a great, great guy. He was. Great he guy. He was. We were friends for almost three decades. And so, um, mm. you know, really, honestly, man, it was like a David Jonathan type thing. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but anyway, um, that was a difficult day and um, and got through that. Yeah. So. Uh, but you have something on the horizon. I'm not going to say it makes it okay, but uh you have something exciting about to happen yeah i'm taking 43 uh with me to the holy land we leave monday monday afternoon and we're flying uh locally here out of atlanta going to either new jersey or chicago munich and frankfurt i got two different flights going and then to tel aviv so so, you're taking a private jet uh yeah right (laughs) (laughs) you'll meet them there Oh my! I'll bet Ben Gurion waving at you, waiting for you to your plane time. Uh, but I'll be spending the next ten days um, in the Holy Land. Mm-hmm. This will be my sixth trip, and so it's it is exciting. I'm it's kind of you repeated it. sixth grade six times. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're gonna get you finally get it right. Go come back with some stowies. I'm excited for you, man. Yeah, it's exciting. It is. Uh, at, at this point, I, you know, here's the private agreement you and I had. If something happened in your family, something happened yes. to you, that I would that I would uh, take over for you, and right. I would love to have done it. Now I'm booked. Yeah, okay, you're so booked. don't let anything happen. <laughs> yeah, I didn't walk around in a bubble. For I the couldn't next tell people. Days. No, I can't because I might be going to Israel. Yeah. I would go. Yeah. yeah, I'll take it. No. <laughs> so you're going to Israel. You're really leaving about Sunday. I'm leaving go. Sunday to go uh, spend the night there. Yeah. Then yeah. we'll fly out Monday. Yeah, you need to be there to yeah. to meet your people. I, that's what I don't always do. Is people mm-hmm. are they? Well, I, there's no reason to get into yeah. those details. Yeah. You and I talk about it later. Right. Uh, so this Sunday I'm still at Falling Water, Cumberland Presbyterian Church, preaching the one thing. Wonderful. One thing. And then uh, starting next Wednesday night for six weeks at the church where I am uh, Pastor Emeritus, I'm doing a Wednesday night Bible study for six weeks called Passing the Kingdom On. Oh, wow. Talking about David's speaking to his son Solomon as Mm -hmm. he's dying. Mm -hmm. Talking about leaving a legacy. And then that following Sunday at Dallas Bay 
uh, I'll be preaching on Sunday morning on the 15th. Fantastic. So I got some busyness yeah. going on. Then I'm off for a couple of weeks, then I am committed to back at Fallen Water through Easter. Through Easter, okay. Yeah, but as their pastor as their pastor recuperates. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. happy to help out. Now, if he gets better before then, I'll, I'll give it up and let yeah, him Yeah, you'll step aside. Let him go. I told Marilyn, though, I signed a contract. They got to buy me out. <laughs> got to buy me out. <laughs> it's all about the money, brother. It's all about the money. It's all about the money. No. Filthy lucre, bro. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that a great term? Filthy lucre. That's a King James word. Oh, or, or words. Yeah. So uh, you asked me last week, and I thought it was very interesting, that you and I kind of brainstorm over a passage that you're going to be teaching. Yes, yes. I, you know, on uh, Wednesday nights, I'm teaching through the Sermon on the Mount here at White Oak Baptist Church. And um, and so I just thought it'd be great to look at this next passage that tonight, actually, I'll be sharing. Yep. And, uh, but we can beat it around today. I think it might give you yeah. some thoughts for I tonight. Think so. I think so, yeah. So, it is out of the Sermon on the Mount. It is. Yeah. It is. Which it's is, uh, uh, Matthew 7 is where we're at. Uh, Matthew 5 through 7, Sermon on the Mount. So, you're nearing the end of the Sermon on the Mount in your I study. Am, I'm nearing the end of it. So, I asked you, since you've got that preacher voice, right, to uh, read Matthew 7, 7 through 12. You got it in front of you? I do. Let me, let me read this. This is, of course, the words of Jesus. Yes. Uh, and he says this, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives, and he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. What man is there among you who, if his son asks for bread will give him a stone, or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask him? Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. There is a word there that I saw that I said, we got some stuff to talk about. Right. It says, therefore. Yeah, yeah. And then it talks about treating your neighbor right. Right, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So uh, there's a little nuance to this that I had not dug into that I hope we can dig into here in the next few minutes, the purpose for this portion of the sermon on the Mount. So how many times have you heard, Brother T, uh, just keep asking, bro. Just keep asking. And they'll use this passage of Scripture in prayer. Keep knocking. Mm -hmm. Keep asking. The Bible says if you keep asking, you keep knocking, Mm -hmm. he's going to answer. He's going to open that door. To me, man, that's where the tension is in this passage. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the places where the tension is is because I have asked. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. and and that really is a present tense imperative. Keep on, like yeah. you said. Yeah. You know, and I've I've kept on asking. I have sought and kept on seeking. I've knocked and kept on knocking. Yep. And um, it has. I've not received it mm-hmm. or found it, mm-hmm. uh, and it hadn't been opened at times. Yeah. I guess the way that I thought it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So there, there is a tension there, I believe, because there are a lot of people that would say, you know, I've done that, but I didn't receive it. Yeah. And so we'll get into that. I think. Yeah. yeah. There, you know, I can only really think of, and maybe there's more. I've not done an extensive study on this. In one instance in Scripture. 
where it seems that persistence, unless, don't get me wrong, but persistence in prayer pays off. And it's the idea of going to someone's home. Right. You remember yep. and say, hey, I need, I've got a friend who showed up. I need some stuff. Right. And you start thinking about that. Is that really prayer? I'm not sure. Yeah. But what I find mostly in Scripture, either lengthy or persistent prayers are not the keys to mm-hmm. having your prayers answered. When you go to James, mm-hmm. it says fervency and righteousness yes. are the key elements to having effective prayers. Right, right, right. So how many times you've had, again, I ask, well, you just got to keep asking, brother. You got to keep mm-hmm. asking and keep asking. Matter of fact, in Matthew 6, 7, the very same Sermon on the Mount mm-hmm. says God discourages lengthy prayers. Uh, yes, yes. Remember? I do remember that. The, the Pharisees yeah. stand there, they're supposedly religious person, yeah. praying these lengthy, impressive prayers. And the other person that just says, you know, have mercy on me, a sinner. Mm-hmm. God goes, that's the one I'm listening to, yeah. not I that think, one over uh, here. I think, first of all, you got to be a believer. You need mm-hmm. to be a believer, you know, uh, to ask as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, 1 John 3 teaches us we need to be living in obedience. Yeah. Uh, James 4, 3, that we need to ask with the correct motives, you know. Right. And uh, and then we need to be willing to submit to His will. I think all of those things uh, rub us, yes. you know, certain ways. And but we do. We need to submit to His will, and uh, and and what I just shared. And uh, then we can begin to. We we have to balance Scripture. You know, uh, content is governed by context. Yes. And you got to balance Scripture always. Yeah, I agree. And those things that you said are absolutely correct. In, in scripture, we can find examples of all those. So I would just say that uh, prayers aren't affirmed because we because we don't pray right all the times. Prayers oftentimes are not confirmed because we ask for wrong motives, right? right. Not wrong methods. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Oh, if I could yeah. just that's I think that was the basis behind the disciples going. You know, John taught his disciples to pray. Jesus, yeah. now I want you to teach us yes. to pray. It's like. Give us that magic formula. Right, right, right. And I'm not sure they may not have been just a... I mean, it was beautiful prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, the Lord's Prayer is beautiful mm-hmm. prayer. Mm-hmm. But I think they might have been a little disappointed. Yeah, it, yeah, it, I It was agree. simple. Yes, yes, You know, forgive us, right. provide for us, mm-hmm. and then, hey, help us to have the heart to forgive other mm-hmm. people. Yes. Right? Well, I think you and I both, and those who are listening today, we've all heard preachers um, use this as sort of a blank check, yeah. you know, that God is a celestial slot machine. Just pull the lever, mm-hmm. you're going you're gonna to end up on all sevens, you're going to get it, you know, yeah. um, name it and claim it type thing. But that, that is not what this is about. No. And and I think that therefore has a lot to do with that. And something I've have, having to relearn too, Brother T, is just because you affix Jesus' name to a prayer doesn't mean you prayed correctly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. Lord, you know, I, yeah. well, I, I prayed in your name. Mm-hmm. And you say anything I ask in your name, you right. shall provide. Right. So I'm claiming it, mm-hmm. you know, and um, that, that, that causes prayer simply to be a method mm-hmm. to get what you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. That's never the never the case. You know, and the sad thing is when you think about all of this, many people, Dr. D, just don't pray. We That's think true. about we think about praying. Yeah. We even take seminars on mm-hmm. praying. We go to classes about praying. But yet some for some reason for most people, yeah. prayer is one of the hardest spiritual disciplines to to do. Let me tell you the prayer that I pray more than any other prayer. I, I was thinking about yesterday. 
it is the prayer that I pray to the Lord to forgive me because I told somebody I was going to pray and I didn't pray. <laughs> How many times do we get asked to pray? Oh, I mean, you know, it, yes. it, it's not a burden. Right. It's what an yes. honor it right. is to yeah. be asked to pray. Right. And, and then you'll say, I mean, over the course of the day, yes, yes, yes. And, and mm-hmm. I know the correct method yes. is to go, let's pray right now. Right, right. Right. And I yeah. did that at church often because I would yeah. get stopped in the hallway between services. Right. Hey, my sister's having surgery mm-hmm. tomorrow. Would you pray? I said, can mm-hmm. we pray right now? Because mm-hmm. I won't remember. I've yes. got this and this and this go on. Yeah. And we'd stop right there. I'd put my arm on the shoulder and pray for it. Mm-hmm. I've done that many, many, many times. Mm-hmm. But I'm finding now that I am saying, yeah. Uh, can't be there, can't do that, think about you, mm-hmm. be praying for you. And then two or three days will pass, and I go, I did not. And I'll stop. I go, Lord, yeah. I know time means nothing to you. Right, right. So you knew I was going to pray right now for that mm-hmm. thing to happen three days ago. Mm-hmm. I hope it applies. Yes, Number yes. one, forgive me. But then I still pray for that person, <laughs> right. whatever it may be. And yeah. that might be totally off base. It makes me feel better about it. It does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's probably my most off-repeated prayer. <laughs> I, my whole life is on index cards. I yes. love index cards. Yeah. I have since high school, really. And and I use them so often. And, and I jot down, when somebody does that, if I don't pray with them, like you're saying, yeah. at that moment, I try to jot down their name, yeah. and um, because I will forget it. Yeah, you know, with social media, man, texting social media. I mean, we get requests all the time, and it is an honor. Mm-hmm. And it is, an it honor. really is an honor. Um, but it, it, you can be overwhelmed with it. Yes, you can, and forget easily. It's, easily. it's not good. And no. so, if let's just let's. I think you and I both believe this. If you can possibly, someone ask you if they're if you're in a place and a time. Pray for them right that moment. Right, yeah, yeah, that's the key. Do it, yeah, mm-hmm. and and then you know you don't have to worry. What do I remember? Yes, to pray. Well, let's talk about this passage again. The ask, seek, and knock sequence right. that we're talking about mm-hmm. here that many people know about mm-hmm. uh, is in the context of a bigger subject. It's it not just about prayer. It, it right. is is referring to both our vertical relationship mm-hmm. with our Lord Jesus mm-hmm. uh, and our horizontal relationship. With others, right, and I think we can tell that by what's preceding it, and what follows it. Exactly right. You know, yeah, because uh, what precedes it is judging. Don't judge people. Yes. You know, um, judge not that you be not judged. Yeah. And that whole, I think that that comical illustration about the plank in your eye. Yeah. You know, uh, hyperbole. Yeah, hyperbole. Really. Right. Jesus exactly. is really good at hyperbole. He is. He is. And I think there was a chuckle. Uh, mm-hmm. There uh, on the mountain, yeah. as as he said that, you know, because people realized that it was hyperbole. Oh, yeah. And uh, but yeah, that that section about judging and then following up with a golden rule, you know, and then this is it's couched right, right in the middle. It is. It. It's right in the middle there, and he says, "Hey, listen, ask and seek and knock." Um, so let me ask some of these questions that you shot my way. Yes, sir. What do you think about that? I do. Um, I like that. Okay. Uh, are you hesitant? I, I'm, I'm pointing my finger at you right now. Yeah. Only yeah. person in the room besides you. Exactly. Are you hesitant to ask others for assistance? And if so, why? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I only have to think about that question. Right. Uh, I am so self-sufficient. It ain't mm. funny. Mm. You know, I mm. can get it done. Right. Um, I also grew up in an environment in a culture where you didn't ask. Right. Yeah. And it was a sign of weakness yes. if you asked. I grew up in an environment, too, where my dad wasn't necessarily generous. Mm. Um, and what I want most people to know, um, I think, at least it's true in my life, you do a lot of reflecting 
of your earthly father upon your heavenly father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're and right. I was very reluctant to ask my dad for anything because it was painful mm-hmm. to ask. I knew it wasn't going to happen. And, mm. um, and so I just never got into the habit of asking the Lord for anything. And then that relates over to asking other people right. for things. Right. And how many times have you been disappointed? Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if my brother listens to this or not, but it was so funny two weeks ago, Brother T, when uh, when our dilemma began and the you know, the temperature dropped for those yeah. people who don't live in our area, mm-hmm. it dropped forty degrees overnight. Mm-hmm. From forty seven mm-hmm. to seven. Right. Overnight. And that sudden freeze caused what my wife and I are privileged to live in a luxury RV. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're prone to freeze up because mm-hmm. you know they sit up off the ground when right. it blows under them. I had heat on the hose, heat on the pipe, heat underneath in the belly. None of it could keep up. Mm. And and it, thankfully everybody that's told us that we've gotten it repaired said, you can't keep up with that. That, that was yeah. just too fast, too much. Right, right. Nothing you would have done would have fixed mm-hmm. this. So... Uh, I am uh, the day before Christmas on my hands and knees in the mud in seven degrees digging out, trying to find where the li- the pipe is burst, then everything froze in the thing. So um, I call one person yeah, and say, do you know a plumber that would come? And so they texted me back a name and a number, and I texted them, finally got them, and they said, we won't be back in the office till a week from Tuesday. Oh. Uh. Okay. So I called a friend. Right. Love him dearly. He's so good at things. He booked, man. He's, I, you know, it's Christmas. I don't right. I understand. So I finally called my brother. Yeah. Yeah. My brother is a pipe fitter. Yeah. So I said, <laughs> said, how would you like to make a quick hundred bucks? Like a, right. And here's what he said. Do I have to leave the house? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> And you know, and all that in that morning, and I mean, again, I told you the story. My, yeah. my fingers are bleeding. I'm digging. Right. In. I don't know that my fingers are bleeding. They're frozen, but yeah. blood's just splatting everywhere. And you know, it's yeah. it's a horrible day. Horrible. Yeah. One of the worst days I've ever spent in my life. And um, he says, you know, do I have to leave the house at that moment? All those phone calls, all those texts, nobody can or willing yeah. to help. Um, I understood why I was reluctant to ask people for help. It's yes. very disappointing oftentimes. It can be. To it do. can be. I'm a perfectionist, um, and a lot of times when you think about asking someone, yeah. they're, they're just not going to do it the way you would do it. You mm-hmm. know, uh, I'm a little bit like you, self-reliant. Grew yeah. up that way. Yep. And Eastlake, you know, you're just going to take care of your own stuff. Right. And, um, and, and I think, you know, just southern sweet tea drinking, front porch swinging, you know, flag waving. I mean, we're just sort of self-reliant people. We are, and um, pride ourselves. In we being do self-reliant. pride ourselves in being able to take care of it ourselves. Yeah. And um, uh, now, I, I, I can't fix anything. My church knows that. I, mm-hmm. I can't uh, fix anything. I've got phone numbers, you know, but you, it was a holiday. It was Christmas. You yeah, couldn't find anybody. There was man. no one. Yeah, no one. And, and my so, my sweet father-in-law, who's late eighties, right. Was so apologetic the next day. He said, I saw you. I just wished I could help. Well, mm. it, he couldn't have made it. Right. Yeah, he yeah. could not be out there in that cold and wind and, mm-hmm. and his age and his condition. Yeah. And so one fellow wanted to help and he couldn't right. help. Right. Yeah. You know, And my brother did end up yeah. showing up for a couple of hours. Oh. Uh, while I dug, he sat in the truck with the heat on. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but he did. He, yeah. Since he's a pipe fitter, yeah. he did know how to you know to make the pipe yes. work yes. after I dug it up and 
covered it back up again. Did, did you call me? I don't remember you calling me. Why would I do that? Okay. <laughs> what what earthly reason would I have other than to have you pray for me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you yeah. could have prayed for me. Yeah, I could have. I could have. All right. Do we do we judge the motives of the person who is asking uh, before responding? <laughs> That's a loaded question. Yeah. There's another probably yeah, yeah. yes. A quick yes. It's a quick yeah. yes. It's not a 100% yes. Right. If, you, if I already know the person who's yeah. asking, uh, <laughs> probably that is, if I know the person, probably yes. <laughs> so right. I am yeah. judging the motive because so, there are people who aren't like us right. yeah. who grew up dependent upon everyone yes. and not afraid to ask. Yes, yes. And really never takes responsibility mm-hmm. for their own actions mm-hmm. or try to help out in their own situation. That's a handful of people that mm-hmm. you and I know. Yes, yeah. We've been burned so many times. Yeah, I hate to say that. But, yeah. You know, I, yeah. the some of the people who are the most calloused are pastors, doctors, lawyers, undertakers. Right. Mm. Some of the crassest jokes you'll ever hear are yes. told by undertakers. Yeah, that's true. Did you know? I mean, that's very I true. You, yeah, I know yeah. you know that. Yeah, uh, because it's almost a thick skin you have to develop. Yes, and what other people go, oh, that was terrible. Right, they'll yeah. just be rolling in the floor. Yeah, definitely. Laughing definitely. About yeah, it. yeah, yeah, and pastors. I mean, pastors, we, I, we see everything. That right? was the newest thing to me yeah. when I became a pastor. Right. I didn't become a pastor like you did at seven. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I had a career and everything before yeah. I became yes. a pastor. And so I had this lofty notion of what right. pastors do in their, you know, off time. Oh my gosh, you guys were the crudest people. I just oh never, bad. Yeah. I mean, not profane. No, I, I never no. knew a pastor to use a lot of bad language. A little no. bad language. Yeah, but not right. a lot of bad language. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what you laughed at. I mean, laugh in funerals, laugh at weddings, mm-hmm. laugh at things. Go. But then I learned after being in it for a while, it's a defense mechanism. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's almost you know, self medication in some ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we do, man. A lot of times we do judge the motives of people. We do. I mean, uh, I know your church, um, large church, North County, north of the county there. Um, our church right here near the North Shore, we get phone calls almost daily. Yes. You know, and and, and it's almost, you can tell, they've gotten to the W's yes. uh, in the phone book yeah. or whatever they're looking at. And um it just, uh, you know, it, it is. It's so hard, man, to to pray and discern um, the the motives of people. And, you know, in our culture, in I'm not just saying the South. I'm talking about the Western culture. Yeah, uh, asking for things is not honored. Mm-hmm. There are other cultures where begging is perfectly acceptable. Sure, you know, it, mm-hmm. it, it's. It's just part of culture. That right. It's who you are. You don't have any skills. You're going to yeah. go out and beg. You're yeah. going to do that. We read that in Scripture. Mm-hmm. Even. There's quite mm-hmm. a few beggars in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was thinking when I wrote this question, not only about people that we know that will abuse you, mm-hmm. uh, always showing up and saying, I'm broke. I, right. you know, I've got this. and, okay, and then, um, But there's people on the street as well. Oh, yeah. Yes. That, you know, ask you for something. Mm-hmm. And here the Scriptures seeming to say if you're a good person mm-hmm. somebody asks you ought to answer right yeah you ought to do yeah. something and um, we've talked about this before I often don't because I immediately go you got a con going on here bro yeah you yeah. know you're you're making you're making some change never mm-hmm. paying taxes I don't but then I don't think he's probably or he's she's probably going sleeping under cardboard tonight right in seven degree temperature right 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 whether yeah. they chose it or not, yes, they're a human being. Exactly, exactly, yeah. And I think I'm a little less um, 
I don't want to say judgmental on that, but we work so often with the homeless. Uh, That's here. one of the ways, yeah. Brother T, to yeah. fix that. Exactly. Is, exactly. Is to is to familiarize yourself with them and let let that person be a person. Right, a friend. Yeah. Many of those have become friends now. Yeah. And uh, so, all right. Here's the number next. Does God only provide for those who deserve His help? Absolutely. That's the way I read it. <laughs> Yeah, me too, man. Me too. <laughs> God helps those who help themselves. Proverbs. Yeah, Hezekiah something. Yeah, it's in there. <laughs> it's no. in there. No, it's not. No, no it's it not. is no. nowhere in Scripture that no. God helps those who help themselves. No, no. God shines, the sun shines on the just and the unjust. That's right. You know, and, um, and so God, um, none of us really uh, deserve anything. I mean, if you think about it. That's right. Uh, and I don't want to get too deep in there, but the, but you go, did that person, is there such a thing as karma? Right. No. Yeah. So it's just that the things just went the way they went. Mm-hmm. And what do you think, well, I think there's a basic principle that set all this in motion that Christ is trying to rectify in mm-hmm. the Sermon on the Mount. The reason why there's so many people in such dire needs is not one person, but we as the body of Christ that we would now identify as the body of Christ followers of Jesus mm-hmm. have not fulfilled what he's teaching in kingdom principles. Right. If we would have been the kind of people who cared for one another, mm-hmm. who answered when somebody asked, and treated people the way in this example that God treats his children right. by not tricking them but giving them what they need. If we lived in that kind of culture, then maybe there wouldn't be as much of that as we see. What do you well, think? Well, yeah, I think I think you've got something there because if we truly were the salt that he talked about yeah. and the light, you know, if we truly did go the second mile, yeah. you know, and all of the things that, that were earlier in this sermon, you know, loving our enemies, if we truly did that, I, I agree, there would not be that many needs mm-hmm. uh, because we, we would have met those needs. Right. As, as the as the church of the living God. And this is kingdom stuff. I mean, yes, uh, what the Sermon on the Mount is That's all about doing. is how to live in the kingdom. He set the know? parameters for kingdom living right. that, that begins because the he says the kingdom is now with you. It's right. here. Yes, It's yes. not, okay, well, these are the principles we're going to live by when no. the new heaven and new earth. No, here it is. No, no, no. We are to institute those as new creation mm-hmm. now throughout the rest of mm-hmm. eternity yeah. as believers who are new creation ourselves. Yes. Right? Yeah, I've heard many, not many, but some preachers talk about this as millennial stuff, you know. Uh, no, this is now. Well, it is millennial yeah. stuff, but it's now it's stuff now, too. It's the nasty now and now as yes, well. Yes, it know? is. And uh, and so, next question, what might the result, now th- I think this is a great question, what might the result of our being more loving and giving to one another be? What, what could the result of that be? Man, I, I think the result will be huge if we were to practice it as a, as a rule amongst believers. Mm-hmm. There's a couple things. One, the church would be stronger and more influential. Right. Because, one, I mean, we're just living according to the teachings of Christ. That makes us stronger, period. But what that does is it unifies us. Mm -hmm. When we see, you know, one of the great um, condemnations that Paul had to the early church is, while they were one in Christ, and he had taught that, they were still living as if they were 
uh, I have, you don't have. Yes. Uh, right. I can get there early and mm-hmm. eat. You can't get there at all. Mm-hmm. So therefore, there's a class system even inside mm-hmm. the church, which Christ came to break down that class system amongst people. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And, and I think when we realize this asking, seeking, knocking, when you realize that what that's pointing to is that he's the source. Yeah. Um, and he's the source that never runs out. And so because of that, when we, when we do receive, Dr. D, we don't have to be stingy. Right. Because, I mean, when we give, uh-huh. um, he's that continual source, man. And yeah. so it's just going to continually come in and we can continually give it out. You know, this thought came to me several years ago when I was preaching a message on prayer. That we tend to think of God having limited resources as we do. Like if we have one child, you get two children, mm-hmm. one child comes to you and says, I really need this. And it's a genuine concern. But you know you have another child, and you think, if I give this to this mm. one, I'll not be able to supply to right. the other one. And we tend then to uh, project that situation on our Heavenly Father. Guess right. what, though? The Bible says that His riches are endless. yes. Yes, my brother. So, yeah. no matter what you ask for and what you receive, it does not diminish what he's able to do for others. Mm-hmm. And if we live that way inside the body of Christ, mm-hmm. knowing that we're not just giving of ourselves and our resources, that the Bible says that we're blessed so that we can bless others, that he continues to pour those resources in their lives. Those resources will not dry up mm-hmm. as we help. You go, oh, we can't help you. We have three this week. We can't right. help someone else. Yeah. Well, where's the resource coming from? Mm. If it's truly coming out of your pocket and nowhere else, right. yeah, you're going to run yeah, quickly. The end. Yeah, you can quickly run But out. if what you're doing is living in dependence of him and his resources are flowing through you, mm-hmm. you're drawing from a well that has no bottom. Exactly, man. It exactly. just keeps coming. So, I mean, the result of this is we can be a better witness. We're, that's right. That's, yeah. That was the second point. Yeah. We're stronger and more unified. Right. But in doing so, look at the witness that the yeah. body of Christ has to the world. So then you can be that person that Peter talks about and says, you know, you need to be ready mm-hmm. when someone comes and asks for that hope that you've got within you because yeah. it's going to show. Yes. When you live in that kind of environment, mm-hmm. and regardless of what the circumstances around you look like, mm-hmm. you know that you serve a Heavenly Father that will not give His child something that's harmful for them, and we live out that kind of relationship for ourselves. That's something people want to be a part of. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Then we get to the Mount Everest of goodness, the Mount Everest of kindness, man. Yes. We've heard about it our whole lives. Woo. It's the golden rule, yeah. you know, and where Jesus says, therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them. Yeah. That's that's the golden rule. And, and like what um, people say today, the person who has the gold rules. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's that's how it's been misinterpreted exactly. now many times. Those who have the gold rule. That's not what Jesus is teaching. No, nor no. does he call it the golden rule. No, he does not. No. He does not. We call it the we golden do that. rule. We kind of, um, he didn't call it the Lord's Prayer, but we call it that. <laughs> which another I think, point. Uh, I think the Lord's Prayer is in John 17. Yeah, that's the but disciple's anyway, prayer. That yeah, exactly. We call it the Lord's Prayer, yeah. Exactly. So, so we're so smart. We are. You just impress me, brother T. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, you just. You I just, mean, I live. That's why I live to impress you. I try. Yes. You did a really so, good job. Yeah. <laughs> so God is our Father. <laughs> our brothers, uh, believers, are brothers and sisters, and then we have this golden rule. 
uh, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them. Which really, in many ways, is living out the great commandment, yeah. the greatest commandment. Yeah, you know, the, the, that thing that when you see, and I know a lot of people now are watching The Chosen. Yes. And, and I am as well. Uh, but you'll notice that they still practice. They'll kiss their hand and touch the door each time they walk into a Jewish right. home. Yeah. Uh, that's the Shema yes. that's up there on mm-hmm. the door, written in a little scroll yeah. that they can do. And that's about loving the Lord your God with all your heart, real mind, yourself. Mm-hmm. Found in Deuteronomy 6. Yeah. And so when Jesus is asked about that, mm-hmm. do you remember that he adds, I think I wrote, did you write down the, um, yeah, gosh, I can't remember where he said this, but where he says, where the person comes to him and, and ask what's the best and most favorable law that you... Right. The, because rabbis had a particular aspect of the law that they emphasized. Mm-hmm. And Jesus kind of went, you know, there's no reason to get beyond this. Yeah. The Shema. Yeah. Right? right. Love the Lord God with all your heart, well, mind, and soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the second is like it, right? Mm-hmm. And then he repeats Leviticus 19.18. Right, yeah. Which says... To love others as yourself. You need to read it here, man. Yeah. It's, it's right here in Matthew 22. But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. Then one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, testing him, saying, Teacher, which is the greatest commandment yeah. in the law? Jesus said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. That's what you were talking about a moment ago. Yeah, the Shema. Yeah. And this is the first and great commandment. And then he adds this. And the second yeah. is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang. I, I like that. Yeah. Hang all the law and the prophets. That's right. Yeah. Those are the two principles that all the other commandments, statutes, whatever they had developed and whatever God had given yeah. them relate to. If it weren't for those, they would fall like a house of cards. Right, exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. So you look at the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments are related to those two things, how you treat your neighbor Mm -hmm. and how you respect God. Right, exactly. And that's what he's saying here. Yeah. So what the golden rule is really, I I think you should read your Bible every day. You and I do. Mm -hmm. We study it. We teach it. But man... Everything is pretty much relating to those two things. It is. It is. We spent, uh, here at White Oak, we spent an entire year really on that. Yeah. The Great Commandment. Um, and um, and that was it was a rewarding year. Yeah. It really, really was because we, we, we set out to love God. Yes. Man, with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our strength, with all of our mind. And then naturally it flows mm-hmm. that you love others like you yes. love yourself, you know. And, and so uh, it, was, it was a great. And... The golden rule, I mean, evidently there were, when you had that opportunity with plumbing, you know, you, you didn't find many golden rulers, I don't guess. I mean, that they had busy schedules. Yes. Yeah, it was, uh, as you know, most things happen to you at holidays. It does. I look back over they my do. life. Mm-hmm. What is that about? It almost, almost want to just hibernate yeah. during a holiday. Yeah, yes. Right? Yeah. Um, most trips to the emergency room with children were either oh. Labor Day, Fourth right. of July, right. yeah. Christmas, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't want to throw people under the bus, mm-hmm. uh, but because I have that same inclination, don't you? Uh, like my brother would say, "Do I have to leave the house?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh gosh, I, you know, you go in your mind. I know the right thing to do is right. to help this person. Yeah, I'm going to go do it, and you do it with a frown. You do it. You know, I I need to be studying. I need to be doing this. I needed to be doing that. Do you really? 
which is the more important thing? Exactly. If all the law and commandments hang mm. on these two, mm. the Shema mm. and then Leviticus 19.18, right. treat others like you would like to be treated, yeah. Yeah. the golden rule. Uh, really, you're, you are fulfilling the commandment of Christ. And you know, there, there really is no exception there. It doesn't say anywhere... Unless it's seven degrees. <laughs> we put those things in there, yes, don't we? Yes, we do. Yes, I, I, I don't think things happen by chance. I right. think God puts us through things yeah, to teach does. us. And, and also, I think, as uh, James says, so we can learn how far our faith has gotten. Yes. It's the test of your mm-hmm. faith, right? Mm, it's that's the right, test that's right. of your faith. Yeah. Where are you? Yeah, yeah. A, B, C, D, right. 90, 50, 40. Where are you? And um, I, I fail it oftentimes. Yeah, you know, I honestly think, I really think, because you and I are so close, that if you had called me, that I would have given you the name of a good plumber. No, no, no. I, 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 I think know, I, that's I, a step further than yeah, some. Yeah, I think <laughs> I, I honestly believe I would have made the trick. Yeah. I, you know, I would have held the flashlight. Yeah. You know? And uh, maybe the the hair dryer, yeah, or whatever you were trying to warm it with. You know, I look back at it. I, I know one guy that I called who's a dear friend. He just knew that the task was beyond his ability to right. do anything. Yeah. So yeah. he texted me a phone number of a plumber, right? And then a, another friend of mine who was tremendously covered up that day, as most people were. Uh, he texted me the number of a plumber. It wasn't their fault, right? Yes, that those plumbers weren't going to work yeah. until you know the day after New Year's right. Day. Was and it Christmas Day? Is that when you had it? It was on the Chris, Christmas Eve was Saturday. Right. This was Friday. Okay. It was Christmas Eve Eve. Yeah. yeah. And everyone had already taken off because right. Christmas Eve was on Saturday. Yeah. 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 And uh, even a, one of the plumbers that I called was a guy that I'd known since elementary school. And mm-hmm. he, he wasn't mean or anything. He said, I'm out of town and all my guys, which he owned a plumbing company, mm-hmm. are not be back in work until uh, January 2nd. Mm. Man. Tough, brother. Praise Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just was having a glory time. <laughs> yeah, But, you know, again, uh, you do what you do. It was, yeah. uh, It literally was one of the hardest days I've ever had in my life. Mercy. Physically, yeah. mentally. Uh, it was just a really, it's Christmas. Yeah. Everything's blown up in our face. And then the right. power goes off the next day and stays off on Christmas Eve. It was just ugly. It's not what you expected. No, no I told my wife. Yeah. I think July 25th, we ought to have Christmas again and do oh, it right this time. Yeah, Christmas in July. Yeah. That's a we good idea. We should have idea. Christmas in July because, you know, it was not good. Yeah. Now, thankfully, my birthday, January 2nd, just happened yes. a couple of days yes. ago. Yes, happy birthday. Um, and so, oh gosh, that didn't go either. That didn't go well either. Yeah, you told me. And I, you know, went that to is, my favorite place yeah. and it was so sad. That was that was discouraging to me I'm because discouraged. I am the evangelist for that place. I no longer will say. That there's one in heaven. Oh, yeah. Oh my! Because the Bible says there's no tears in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was, was crying, bro. It was rough. So it, you went there on your birthday. Yes. And I went with some vegetables, right? Front steak, uh, cornbread. Yeah. Service was bad. Oh, it was worse than bad. Really? Worse Food than bad. was even bad. Yeah, because he forgot us. Oh my goodness! And when I got my food. I got me some pinto beans. I love pinto yeah. beans, turnip oh, greens. Yes, yes. Those pinto beans have been sitting under that warning me light so long that they dried out and cracked and turned gray. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. You know what pinto beans have been sitting around way too long? Yeah. That's what yes. they do. Uh, and the plate was hot, hot. And mm. the only way that happens is if it's sitting under right. a heat lamp. So yeah. just forgot about us. Man. And just We just sat, never checked, never said, That's never sad. refilled. Tea glass. Yeah. Never. It was a sad evening. 
food wasn't that good either. Yeah, I'll call them because, you know, I have connections. I'm not going to that one anymore, I don't think. You never go that one? Okay. No, I'll have to go yeah. another direction. Right, and, right. And I pray to heaven. Yeah. Dear Lord, I love this place. This place, Notice yes. I'm not saying Yes. Uh, yeah. I love this place, but please, if you let me down one more time, no more knocking, no more seeking. Yeah. No more asking. <laughs> <laughs> I am going somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, there's bound to be some place that's a knockoff that's pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, there's a place in Ottawa actually. That's, oh, good. You need uh, yeah. to give me the yeah, address. Yeah, it's actually really, 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 really good. <laughs> we need to go to and so, uh, but yeah, you remember the country place? Yes. Do you remember that? I they had like the three, place. I think, in this area at one time. Yeah, there's been yeah. some other places. Why? But this place pretty much put them out of business, I think. And yeah. so it's time for a time for a resurgence. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know we're boring people now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though they know the place we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, they do because yeah. they know us. Exactly. If they've heard this podcast, yeah. any at all. Right. They've right. heard us. Hey, yeah. one last thing before we go because yes. I know you're going to be gone for a couple of weeks. I'll probably throw in there some brief podcasts over the next couple of weeks yes. just to keep it going. Right. i got some ideas about that, maybe some things I'm teaching mm-hmm. as well. But our folks need to pray for you and your group as you go Please. over there. Uh, I'm not saying it's a it's not a dangerous trip at all. If you've never gone, it's an incredible trip. Right, right. I feel safer if you. I always tell our group if I can get you out of Chicago safe, yes, then we're fine. Yes, yes. It's not the Middle East where you need to worry about. Right. You yeah, know, and I agree with that completely. Yeah, yeah. I've so been there many it's times. a great trip, and mm-hmm. I'm sure you'll go again. I mean, you're still a young yeah. man. You'll probably go again. Young man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I encourage people to go. It's yeah. a life changing. Mm-hmm. And literally, life-changing mm-hmm. Never read the Bible the same again. Right, exactly. You really don't. It's yeah. amazing. So yeah. you're going, we need to pray for you guys. that know, I'm, I've had people get injured in Israel. Oh, yeah, I have too. Not attacked or anything, right. but injured, mm-hmm. fall in the bathtub, that kind yeah. of thing. I've yeah. had those sorts yeah. of things. Uh, but pray that you guys have a great time and a safe time over mm-hmm. there. And I, I really look forward to hearing from you when you get back. Yeah, happy birthday, man. Thank you very much. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Yes, uh, my birthday party is actually Saturday. Is it? Yeah, because my grandson, his birthday is only five days after mine. Mine's the second, his is the seventh. Okay. So uh, we have been sharing birthday parties Aww. since then. Yeah, I bet so the focus Saturday. is really on him, though, isn't it? Sadly. No. <laughs> <laughs> As it should be, my grandson. Uh, but, you know, that's when yeah. people de- yeah. delay, you know, sending cards. It's usually right. that day when yeah. they come. So that's eh, precious. people are really good. Yeah, that's great, man. All right, man, we've got to go again, praying that you have a great trip. Thanks. Uh, and tell a friend about our podcast. We're trying to build the audience up. And so tell friends, share us on Facebook or whatever social media that you're on. I think that our, our listeners love it, and mm-hmm. I think if other people would get on board, they'd love it too. Amen. All right, God bless.